having me. I'm excited to record the podcast at your place this week. Yeah, I mean, as much as I normally enjoy being crammed between your desk and a window, I figured we'd do something a bit more spacious. You know, I thought you had an apartment over in uh, West, but I just... No, like I just bought this place. I mean, isn't it bought great? bought it? Oh, it's my God. 200-foot ceilings. It's incredible. It was on discount. On di- you bought a... You bought a house on discount. I mean, they did shoot Crimson Peak here, and afterwards no one wanted to live in it. Oh, my so. God. Yeah, okay. I don't blame them. Well, um... Just, well, no, I'm sorry. I just heard, I thought I heard something. It sounded like... It was like a rattling noise, like a... Like a, like a rattling of bones or something. It's kind of... No, it's just fine. Don't go in the basement. Didn't say I was headed... To, you, have, you have a basement. I didn't know that. I, I do. It's great, but you shouldn't go in it. <laughs> We're renovating. There's no pool table yet. That was a lot of information at once. Listen, I need to use the restroom. It was a long Uber ride uh, out into the middle of nowhere. Um, is it here in this door on the oh, left? No, it's not the... Why, 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 can't, why can't I go in the door? Why are you just, giving, just staring at me? Uh, Alec? Uh, you're being kind of creepy right now. Don't open the door. It says, okay, well, where's, the, where's the restroom? Is it in this door? Okay, so um, this is going to be a solo episode, and then I need to complete a ritual. Birds storm a bus, and we're going to tell you about how we saved the world. This week on Stormbuds, we discuss the Sylph plotline, the Alamegan refugee crisis, and the spooky house. Then at 11, it's sports. Excuse me, I'm doing an intro here. Raise your weary head. Reheat the call to arms. We're the Stormbuds, baby. Welcome to Stormbuds. I'm Jerome, along with my co-warrior, Alex. And we are back to go through three uh, plot lines that both wrap up pretty quickly and also take way too long. (laughs) That's an interesting way to put it. We're going to do a quest-by-quest recap of levels 21 through 30, I think, of a Final Fantasy Fantasy XIV of Realm Reborn. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna keep that little flub in. That's funny. That's funny. That's a funny. That's a little comedy gold right there. Waka waka waka. Okay, we're gonna jump right in with first contact into. Actually, no, you had dance, some dance notes diplomacy here. and forest friend. I spent the last episode, the end of last episode, sort of like learning all about the sylph and learning about how to dance to approach them and bring them the milk root and everything. And I go through all this work, and the first contact goes right, and then like Ida and Papalimo immediately show up and insult them by not dancing and not drinking milk root. And I was just like, guys, what are you don't. doing? God, just, uh, they have no tact. Pampolino, Pampolino, Pamp. You have spelled this character's name out in such a way <laughs> that I have never seen before. Okay. You have said it, his character name is Papalimo, P A P Y L I M O, I think. I don't know. It's Papalimo. Papa it's Papalimo. You have spelled it P A M P Y L I N O. Pampilino? <laughs> One Pampilino? It's Papalimo. Okay. It's the Pampilino is the is the evolution of the of the of the upcoming Pokemon grass starter Sprigatito. That's who Pampilimo is. Bigger greener Pampilino. cat. No, okay, so Papalimo even says the line, "We need to ask around and figure out how to earn their trust." At which point I said, I just earned their trust. <laughs> I just what are did you it. talking about? Cripes. God. Um, yes, I'd love the so the dancing animation is dependent on which race you are. I my little rabbit guy, he just did a little he did a 
I don't think it was a, a, a quite a jig, but it was a sprightly little. I was gonna say step. Mine was definitely a jig. Like my <laughs> dragon, man, my dragon man. He was like, it was like Irish. It was like in a. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of like the feet going back and forth. It, it was great. It was very cute. That's great. I love the sylphs. They're very. They they have a a very interesting speech pattern mm-hmm. where they just say the, the, as opposed to saying you. Uh, they say the walking. This one. walking one is walking approaching one, with this the gift. one. Flying one, yes, very cute. All the beast tribes do have their own sort of deal. Um, mm-hmm. The sylphs and the goblins really strike me as the most, the most kind of funny. Maybe I'll get to spend more time with the goblins if the game doesn't keep making me kill them. The goblins will show up. Um, am I thinking of goblins? No, I'm thinking of cope. No, the goblins don't show up until. Oh yeah, that's right. They do show up in. Um, hey, here's a quick question. Wait. Conceptually, what's the difference between a goblin and a kobold? One of them has a mask on in this game. That's all I know. And But really, they don't show up too much until Heaven's Word. Um, they're here. But yeah, the kobolds also uh, have their own fun little speech pattern. But yeah, the um, sylphs are pretty worried. I guess the next quest is presence of the enemy. Uh, the mm-hmm. sylphs are pretty worried about how the empire is like keeps marching through yeah, chopping down s- trees yeah and them all when you're in, in east shroud you get like a glimpse it was really foggy when i was in east shroud but you get like i remember when i first did it you get a glimpse of the castrum kind of off in the distance of like the south if you go into that southern area which you do have to for one of the quests and it's like ooh, what is the oh shit that's so, a very funny weird thing that like that happens here where for as big as these maps are and this mm-hmm. is like big even for an mmo i feel like like or at least these sp- large yeah. spacious areas this sylph camp is located like 200 feet away from the nearest settlement. And when I go and I catch some Empire soldiers, they're between the sylph camp and the settlement. So it's this enormous forest. Yeah. And somehow all the stuff is in like this one tiny area. <laughs> there, uh, I mean, there's a lot more. There's a huge freaking maze part over to the like, like east. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a little convenient, but... Um, mm. Anyway, the Empire is carrying Do you want to walk farther? Oh, jeez. What do you... <laughs> I, I think it's very funny that somehow the Empire is managing to smuggle these very suspicious boxes in mm-hmm. between this very narrow sort of alley between the this human settlement and the sylphs. <laughs> but actually, yeah, like the soldiers, it kind of... The, the, castle, the castle is positioned in between... Oh, my God. What's the what's the East Shroud? Is it Hawthorne Hut? I think it's Hawthorne Hut. That's where and, the cool barkeeper is, um, right? And the... Yeah, the the druthers too but like the actual the aetherites no that's i'm thinking no quarry mill no the 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 bar is in i believe south shroud you are correct yeah um it's easy to get it mixed up this part is still a little confusing but the um hawthorne hut and the 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 castle the castle kind of is positioned between the hut and the, the camp like off off a distance but that's where i would expect the soldiers to be I need to call out one other thing here also, mm-hmm. which is that this is where they plant the seed of the idea that someone on our side is leaking supplies to the Empire. <gasps> and I thought, oh, that's an interesting story hook. Could it be, you know, that over the course of a good chunk of the rest of the game, we're going to have to figure out who the mole is, who is the traitor? Um, we're going to discover that the answer is no. <laughs> but I did think that at this point. Okay. How is the Empire? Uh, um, the next quest then is we need to rescue Klaxo in brotherly love, who is who does not trust us. Mm-hmm. So we go do that, and we find him in the middle of the woods. There's a bunch of touched sylph 
the touch dart, the zombie self oh, from no, summoning the god thing. No, they've been touched. Yeah, so had to, you know, do a mur- bunch of murders on them all. They were touched, touch, touched by uh, Ramu. Ramu, the self god. That's the one. Of yeah. Yep. What? He's, the li- he's lightning. He's lightning also? Yeah, he does lightning. It's multiple. Li- okay, we'll, we'll, well get back to it. Yeah, lightning is a big thing. Like, yeah, he's a I guess thing. I forget it was fire. There are 12 gods and only like five elements. So These aren't, okay. You're confusing Ramu with Ralgar. Um, that's the thing. Um, and oh. the the 12 are not the... Oh, the 12 the, are not the primals. No, oh. the 12 are the, the twelve are the gods that the, the people worship. The primals Got are the it. gods that the beast tribes worship. I don't know if that's better, but okay, we're going to keep moving. Yeah, it's confusing, but there's multiple, like, yes. It, it's not just a one-to-one relationship with each element. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it turns there's, out... There's only six elements and 12 gods, so... Yeah. You get some doubling up. Yeah. Um, the but next series of quests, uh, Spirited Away, Druthers, House Rules, Microbrewing, like Fine Wine. Oh, I like this. Yeah, this is like with the Elder's gone missing. And like we have to rescue the self-Elder because he's, you know, super important. He's kind of their head of state. Mm-hmm. So we need to um, track down a bunch of Eorzeans to help them muster forces to search the woods and find this guy. And we have to <laughs> break up a run bar around fight. a lot. And we, yeah, well, we also break up a bar fight. Mm-hmm, you know, break up a bar fight. Go throw cold water on a guy. Mm-hmm. Run some earrings to Lima Limosa, um, and Lim- then go get Limsa some Liminsa. Lim- L- Lindsay Lohan. L- Limsa. How do you pronounce it? It's 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 Limsa Liminsa, but Limsa Liminsa. We run Lima to Bean <laughs> Labyrinth. We run some earrings to Limsa Liminsa, and then this guy makes me go get some supplies so we can start up his his craft brewery. Still did it wrong. That's funny. Now this guy wants me to. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get yeah we're doing a we're we're, we're making minneapolis mm-hmm. here we go <laughs> yeah we're just uh, gonna get, need some hops you need some uh need some uh little we're gonna, get, we're gonna kegs we're gonna turn this place into northeast minneapolis that's what we're doing the next set of quests are selfish concerns nouveau rich the um there are some sylphs away mm-hmm. from the homelands yeah, and so uh, there must be something going on related to the missing elder. Mm-hmm. It turns out that there are just imperial troops all over the place, yeah. which is really suspicious and points even more towards there being evidence of a traitor in our midst. Might be a traitor in our midst. We have a suspect. He's a guy who recently came into way too much money. Um, and then it's totally him. There's no plot twist here or misdirection whatsoever. It's just this guy. It is both the first person we think it is, and also it happens like three quests after we planted what the idea that someone's a traitor. Again? think is it lennon it's not lennon is it no um yeah so he turns himself in and then we we got to go into the uh thousand moss toto rock yes we have tracked down the self elder and he is in a dungeon of course he is of course um tell me about your experience into beast maw this dungeon rocks this i dungeon love this dungeon i love this dungeon this dungeon is like it's like a paintball arena okay. or, or or like in high school, did you ever like go to or participate in like like a teenage run haunted house? Yeah, sure. It's got those vibes. It's okay. got it's got the real sort of like uh we um we're doing a lot with neon paint and black plywood here. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you like this dungeon. I hate this dungeon. You hate this dungeon? I hate this dungeon. Why do you hate this dungeon? You have to do this stupid shit. You have to go and fucking grab the Magitech photo cells. And then you got to put them in. And then the first two bosses are basically the same. Then you have to go uh, past the second boss to find the other stupid photo cell. And you get 
turned around half the time. And then there's that fucking third part with the slow. And you got to go through it and you got to get that stupid spider webs. Okay, I didn't enjoy that part exactly. Pain in the ass. But I appreciated that this dungeon had like more active things going on. You know how bad it is? In the recent live letter, they've confirmed that they're taking that slow part out. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone it hates it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, this tension sucks ass. Wow, I'm I'm really out of step with everyone else. I was I'm like, so oh, glad you love it though. Interesting. Like, I was just like, man, he's gonna hate this game. He's gonna hate this part. No, oh, it I was like, it. interesting complications. Weird little spore puffs. You have to detonate remotely. I think they're keeping that. It's just the stupid slow shit. It's the like, sl- oh, come on. That slime on the ground is pretty annoying. Um, but you also uh. But there's also, and then the final boss, like, there's always one person who has to go in the cutscene. Yeah, like, it's very funny. I'm, I'm just, sure it was you this it, time. It, it was me. So I walk into the boss room, and this big long cutscene plays. And then by the time the cutscene is over, the, the rest of my dead. party has the killed the party. <laughs> killed the boss. Oh, God. It, it's like so, it's so rude that they did that. But also on the other side, it's like, God, that cutscene takes forever, and it's nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you do see your Organization 13 guy, he does La Habrea. And he's like, uh, he wants to plunge the world into uh-huh, darkness. Brian. And like, oh, plunge the world into darkness. Please don't. He is the servant of the one true God. Yeah, who is the one true God? Is that Bahamut? Mm-hmm. He didn't say. It's not my story to tell. Okay, we're going we're gonna to find out, I suspect. The echo stands between you, this stupid echo. Yes, I'm, I'm, I, am, I have the echo power. It makes, uh-huh. me, makes um, me important. And then you, then you run into the elder. You save, save the elder, mm-hmm. and the Garleans are like, "Give us the elder, find, find that elder," and then we don't. Or wait, what, what happens here? Uh, well, we yeah, we fucking. Oh yeah, we defeat them, and the elder is fine. Them, yeah, elder is yes. fine. We get the happy ending, and we meet Nero Tolskava. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your impressions of Nero Tolskava, please, please, please. Um, I don't remember about Tolers. Or is that his full name? Nero Tilskeva, I believe, yes. He's yes. the red-armored Garlean. Yeah, I'm into this guy. I want to know what's going on here. This he's du- he's obsessed with yeah, uh, Garland. He, he's plotting. He's scheming. This dude seems to be like... Uh, yeah. Th- this dude seems to be thinking about his career. Yes. Garland is a um, recurring name in uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, I, Garland, will knock you all down. <laughs> is the first boss of uh, Final Fantasy One. And uh, he also is um, an antagonist in Final Fantasy IX, wherein he is kind of like, I don't know, he's a he's kind of an older figure, who I don't really want to spoil it for you in case you're curious, but like, doesn't he also feature in that weird new Final Fantasy project they showed the trailer of last year with maybe? the dude who just yeah the chaos yeah I think, chaos I think so I think that's Garland maybe, um, not all waking ones. Yeah, you have yeah. a note here that says LMAO quote not all waking ones or yeah. walking ones. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's the whole thing <laughs> where like very much not, the selves at the end are like <laughs> they're not all men. Uh-huh. Oh or or God. like the there's an episode of Deep Space Nine that ends with like <gasps> uh, not all Kardashians are bad. Oh and my I'm God! Like, this episode was so good right up until that point. Ah, oh, that's right. <laughs> the not all. Um, so finishing up the self. Mm-hmm. Start. We have a simple gift and believe in your sylph quests. Um, you wanted to. We, we just we bring them some rose oil and stuff. It's a gesture of peace and goodwill. Look, we rescued the elder. We brought you these presents. Look, please be friendly with us. I 
at this point, I have to point out, mm-hmm. I understand mechanically why the game is coded this way and yeah. why the writers are working within these limitations. It is still extremely funny to me that the effect of like uh, Papalimo and Papalimo, yeah, Papalimo and Ida showing up out of nowhere for just the important bits really makes it seem like they're just hanging out, like relaxing off screen and waiting for me to do all the work. Hey, pass me the sunscreen. <laughs> You've got it, Papalimo. Boy, I hope our friend is doing well in that deep dungeon, risking his life while we do nothing. That's right, Tida. That's basically how all the scions seem. They're just like, oh, we'll, we'll show up when you've done everything. Yeah. We'll be here if you need us. Mm-hmm. We're definitely doing important research into how to make the perfect margarita. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before we move on from mm-hmm. this, though, there are two interesting sort of lore bits here that I found really I talked last episode about how uninterested I am in the primals, like, on every level. Mm-hmm. If they start to play more with the things that I'm noticing they're doing here, I could see that storyline taking a more interesting direction. Like? Th- they touch on the fact that, like, the reason why the Sylph are driven to summon their primal is because they feel threatened by sort of the Garleans, the Imperials rolling mm-hmm. in and stuff. And really, the, 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 the plant's, like, two seeds that I'm interested in. Okay. The first is, lo- like... I would like to see what sort of space you have to be in, like psychologically or emotionally, to risk summoning a primal, knowing that it might permanently turn you into like a mind slave, basically. Wow. L- like, like that's a big move. That, that's like that's the sort of thing you do when you are desperate or full of despair mm-hmm. and convinced that like this is the only way forward. This yeah. is the only hope that you've got. I would love to know more of like what's going on with characters who feel put in that position. Yeah. More broadly than that, also interesting idea here is that Ruma is an embodiment of reconciliation. Who? Uh, R- Ruma? What's the name of the Ramu. Ramu. <laughs> Look. I, I love these. I love these, this so much. Most of these cutscenes aren't voiced. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Ramu is the embodiment of reconciliation which manifests in the form of the touched mind slaves as them abducting other sylphs to try and forcibly rejoin them back into the fold. Mm -hmm. Which, like, both how much direct control do the primals actually have over their touched mind slaves? And more generally, like, how conscious are the primals at all, really? Like, are they thinking beings, or are they just sort of, like, Mm. impulses, like, uh, driven by ideals? And does that end up getting some really weird friction when you like take a weird ideal like that and just cram it overridingly into the head of an actual living creature. I would love to see what happens there as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think that just about does it for the Sylph quest line. We head into um, uh, the next, after going back to the Waking Sandos, and we have a, a nice little conversation with our, with our, with mm-hmm. our um, figuring out kind of what, what the heck we're doing. With Which primal to tackle next uh-huh I, I will say this i am sure i will love to i will come to love alpha nod right now this kid looks like he cannot wait to <laughs> snitch on me Al- this kid screams narc yeah alpha now is totally the he's a glasses push character for sure he's super 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 obnoxious um so the uh we we, we mentioned we also talk about la habrea again and like mm-hmm. The, okay, you pronounce this one. Asians. As, it, it is Asians. Yes, you it's were about a- to do it right. The one you were, yeah, Asians. It's Asians. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, 
I'm also generally uninterested in stories about shadowy conspiracies <laughs> and people manipulating stuff behind what the scenes to end the world. You don't like it when we're like chaos and darkness and we are going to do darkness and chaos. Yeah. And our motivations are definitely a secret, but they're very well thought out, but they're very much a secret. I like it when my villains have some kind of ideology. At this oh, point, I am not ide- certain. We definitely have ideology. We're just not telling you. Oh, we have it. We it's definitely have it. Is it in the back? Can, can you can you fetch it out for me? Can you check? No. Uh, if it, uh, um. Yeah, let me go do that. I, here I go, into the into the back to find my ideology at Ideology Best Buy. Anyway, um, we need to track this guy down. Here's the ideology. I found it for you. Oh, we're still doing the bit. Okay. <laughs> How, what level do I need to be to access the ideology? Um. Well. It, the level, I guess it depends on what um, what you consider a level, really. But I would d- consider this ideology, it's more of an esoteric sort of concept that you get. Uh, I don't do esoteric concepts. You I do have ideolo- to buy all the expansions. I get my ideologies to be very material. Okay. I have all the expansions. Oh, well, then this should be no, p- you should already have the ideology. I think we've lost the plot. Okay. I think you've so lost the plot. <laughs> my ideology (laughs) (laughs) sorry the scions are like we're trying to figure out what happened to this guy in black and i just have to say here um it looks like the man in black fled across the desert so it's time for the gladiator to follow by tracking down another witness who gives me info to set a trap by making a fire there's another it's one of these quest chains where like seven quests kind of like ping pong together and i'm just running Mm -hmm. back and forth in order to gather information and we're off to Little Almigo because um, you notice that something is related to mm-hmm. a, a god that they worship, yes. particularly. Which uh, they say is um, a lawless place for the barren hearted refugees who couldn't assimilate to Eorzea, which just made me go, hmm. <laughs> That's charged. Jesus We're going to keep moving, but this shit keeps coming up. Uh-huh. The leader of the refugees is like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, understand, understandably. Understandably. I show up you. and I'm like, hey, I need all this information. And he's like, why should I bother to help you? We have all of our own shit going on. Get out of my house. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to do the, the thing. You got to help. You got to do something for him. Yeah, so we run a whole bunch of um, quests. We r- run quests for the Flame Commander, who is the quote-unquote head of security in this refugee camp. I cannot believe at this point you do not have your chocobo. Oh, Oh, no, sorry. I do have my chocobo at this Okay. Point. I did get it at the start of this episode. I should have said that. Oh, my God. I'm just like, oh, that would suck so bad. It Good. is great. I am waiting for the music to get old, but it has not yet. You can turn that off. Really? In the menu, yeah. Once it does get old, you can, okay. turn, it, you can turn my music off. I don't think I want to yet. Okay. Now I'm still... I'm still the but like I start, I start bopping in my seat whenever it comes on. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you enjoy it. And the, the chocobo's got... um. Let's just say that the chocobo's got a considerable rear shelf. Are you thirsting over your chocobo? I'm just saying. Do you want that hot bird, Cloaca? The the game with seems your dragon. <laughs> your dragon boy wants that cloak. <laughs> nasty, nasty person. So I, I have to run around and like deliver tea to a bunch of flame people hanging out in order to get them to spill the tea. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Um. So. 
I have to get in with the Alamegans in order to like you know make like you know um, become friends with yeah, the yeah, yeah. guy running it, which involves me going back to, to the, the waking, waking sands. Sand. Yes, yes. Run back every single time. Okay, we got, we got another one here. Minfilia. Mm-hmm. Minfilia. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Minfilia seems to be the one person who gets it, which is that these refugees have very valid reasons to be abrasive and reticent. Uh huh. Um, there is one member though who can help you out, right? Is um, what's his name again? Is it Mefred? Uh, you might be. I, I don't care. It's Johnny Bravo. This guy rules. Hey, okay, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. He's got the slicked back blonde hair. He's got the sunglasses. I think it's. Might as well just uh, talk like this. I think it's. I think it's Mefred. Johnny Bravo didn't have slicked back hair. He had a pompadour. He's like, up. Well, whatever. This guy looks like Johnny Bravo. Okay. I mean, you can make real. There's more pompadours in this game. This should be more. There should be more quest NPCs with pompadours. To be honest, I can't believe they don't leverage that hairstyle. Um, you know, uh, I have in my notes here being annoyed at how much sort of these quests send me running all over the place. Yeah, I will say, reflecting back on it now, there's a part of me that respects the act, like the degree to which this is more accurate to how trying to like make friends with the sort of group would actually be <laughs> as opposed to just the first guy you talk to is like oh yeah i can help you out rather you actually have to like track down other people and talk to them and figure things out it's mm -hmm. structurally i respect it if the gameplay was maybe a bit more engaging i would be more into it <laughs> i think we go to south Stroud at this point um in quarry mill um and quarry mill is an interesting place there's always a lot of people there because they're queued up for um something called the deep dungeon mm. which you have not you can unlock if you go to mother Mune and the carline company i think there's an unlock quest there the deep dungeon is sort of a dungeon crawling roguelite um experience Ooh. that's in the game it's really fun um so that's why there's always like, usually a ton of people there because you can use it to level up your alternate characters really quickly um or your alternate jobs so you, this part of the quest line um, is where you're helping out some Alamigos who Alamigans who are being spurned by yeah. the Gridanians here, which They're is I thought was a very kind of touching moment where they were like, once you did help them out, um, like because yeah they needed antelope horns or whatever freaking whatever that's not important. They're being the Gridanians are care. It's screwed up. The Gridanians are total assholes. They're like, really they're assholes. Very, they're very, they're like, that's part of the deal, too, because I started in Gridania. Like, you are an outsider, and everyone is an asshole to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they are assholes to these people as well. So for me, it was like, it was nice to be able to sort of commiserate with these characters, and they were also so grateful for your help. Yeah. Like <laughs> Which felt really good. Mm -hmm. uh, the next set of quests. Come highly recommended. The bear and the youngins cares and Wilred wants you. Ooh. So I'm, you were finally in with oh. the Alamegans back at Little Alamega. What's Wilred like? Is he cute? Is he, he kind of wants me? Wilfred is... Isn't he one of the kids, actually? Oh, wait. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. But like, these, no, kids, she's like a, like these kids seem adult. like they're like he's 18. A young adult. He's, I, he's not 12. He's not. He's not. No. Anyway... <laughs> That's not to laugh. Uh, okay. Anyway, I'm in with the, I'm in with the leader of the camp, and he gets me to meet with the or yes, I'm in with him, and he tells me that uh, in my notes I just called the man in black mm -hmm. flag. What's what's his actual name? I have no clue. Flag flag because it's, it's it's a dark tower reference. It's Stephen King. Never mind. Cool. <laughs> Guess his name is Flag with yep. two G's. We're calling him Flag. Flagaga yep. has been meeting with the young people at the camp. 
So I need uh-huh. to track down the young people. Mm-hmm. And um, Gundabald. Gu- Gundabald! Yeah. Gundabald is a, he's a jaded revolutionary. Oh. He and his brothers rose up against Gund- a despot who ruled Alamigo, and it cost him their freedom. Now he thinks the kids are headed down a dangerous path. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize that... They're being manipulated by the Empire. Absolutely. Which, okay, this is like a thing that actually happens, That's right? That's a thing that happens. Um, and Willerid is the example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you get ambushed. Yes. Um, he And he, he implies that Flag promised him the power to take down the Empire and runs off. His I name w- is La Habrea, by the way. Oh, La Habrea. Okay. <laughs> it is that guy. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same one, I believe. La Habrea. Of the La Habrea tar pits. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um... The this next quest title is a really good one. Big trouble in Little Alamigo. I was waiting for this for as long as the location is. Uh huh. <laughs> it's really good. Um, we meet up Bertliana, and yeah, we have a uh, sexual assault plotline here. W- which it's not like the game lingers on it or anything, mm-hmm. but again, real big tonal swings mm-hmm. in this game in terms of like between the lighthearted shit and stuff like this. Where uh, I don't know, just I wasn't sure how to process that, so I kind of moved beyond it. Um, we, they, well, so did they, cause they went to go get some crystals from mm-hmm. the lizards and they're like, mm, bad idea. And yeah. died. I, I did not expect that. I expected to show up and like back the kids up and like help them fight lizards off. Nope. Too I, did, I did not expect to show up and be like, oh, all the kids are dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Except for Wilrid. Oh no. Uh, you know, it's, I, I'm just yeah. going to say this. Wilrid may have survived. I think someone should be watching Wilrid for the next like few months uh-huh. just to, Wilbur's probably going to be in a bad place yeah. for a bit. Um, bad plan. Everyone learned their lesson. Don't do that. <laughs> and by everyone, we mean Wilbur because everyone else is dead. Um, the now now that we you know tidy that up, I guess uh, the next set of quests back to square one. Terror at Falgord. Ziz is so ridiculous. Seeing eye to winged eye. Rock of rancor and power of deduction. What a grouping. Yeah, this is a lot of really quick back-to-back ones. This is so a lot of uh, La Habrea stuff. Yes. Um, right? Yes, it is. Because we're done with the Alamiga sort of refugee plotline for now. Oh, okay. This so we're back to the sands. So do you want to talk about the uh, the Alamigas at all before we move on? Um, We're going to learn a lot more about them in Stormblood. <laughs> hmm, okay. Because, yeah, we the they're kind of starting the thread for that whole expansion here basically one of the threads at least i'm gonna um, guess we're gonna like take back their homeland or something maybe 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 I maybe we blow it up who knows <laughs> maybe we don't well, do anything at all well now i'm gonna guess that it's the middle one of those <laughs> we should blow up half of it <laughs> we take back the other half um la habrea was in uh, north stroud so we go back there and then okay um, and like there's been all these women have been like turning up murdered and mutilated with their faces half torn off. Yes. And the men in black has been seen lurking around nearby with an eyeball with the flying eyeball monster. Uh-huh. And, and, okay. So this is kind of a fun thing going on here. You, you've got like these three sort of like young adventurers or young civilians hanging out in a tavern and they've got all these like urban legends like, mm-hmm. oh, all the women who died, their souls are possessing this rock. Or, mm-hmm. oh, uh, we need to track down the giant flying eyeball monster. And, and I run out and I prove that all the urban legends are false, thus reestablishing sort of the modern scientific uh, order. Right. And um, 
then it turns out he's like wait no but you killed the giant scorpion thing which is good because those are bad but i definitely saw a flying eyeball and i would have not have mixed it up with that so yeah (laughs) (laughs) like okay great good job i'm Mm -hmm. like i'm not um one weird thing here yeah in order to prove something about something or else i have to use a key item on the ground and then it creates like an aoe reticle and then i can use the key item on a spot on the ground oh okay why does this exist mechanically i don't know it's weird (laughs) clunky like i have no idea why this is in the game uh um i don't know either it's i don't the aoe stuff they've made it a little better over time but it sometimes it's hard to differentiate whether or not you need to click on something or use an item to use on the 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 thing that you Mm -hmm. would otherwise click on because it like looks the same and you have to like one thing you can do that's nice is you can click on the little icon in your duty list to like find the item you need to use as well as look in your key items but like whatever don't even get me started on these menus i don't know why that is under duty list (laughs) uh, okay i do need to rant about this really briefly which is you need to (laughs) when i was getting my chocobo there was in order to like equip the chocobo or something it was telling me that i had to Mm. to do something on my character sheet and i was like okay well the option it's telling me to do is not on the thing that I press that is I get when I press the sheet. C button Interesting. where all of my items are. Huh. So then I hit the escape button and there was a different sort of character menu there where I could configure various things. That's but not it either. also wasn't there. No, that's not it. There was a third thing labeled character, character. down at the bottom right uh-huh. that I found finally. I don't know why all three of those <laughs> menus are different things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the character sheet with your stats. Then there's the character config, which is like your... I don't know, uh, some like display helmet or whatever. And then there's your character options, so like your skills and your your mounts and, and your minions and things like that. So I guess that's why they're separate. Um, menus are hard, okay? <laughs> Men- menus are hard. Um, so we are now moving on to the Secrets of the White Lily and Skeletons in Her Closet quest, which takes us to our next dungeon. Yes, because I found a corpse and I found a lily button on the corpse, mm-hmm. just like the others. It's a clue, <laughs> which I need to show to like four different people in order to track it down. So yeah. I run all over the town. So we meet the butler mm-hmm. of this of this uh, man in the kind of northern section, the kind of gated off section of the town. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something here that we're gonna come back to in a sec. Right. Uh, he's describing her, and, and I'm picturing like, um, uh, what's the name of the lady in um, Great Expectations? I didn't read that book. Okay. Well, I'm picturing like you know like this old timey Victorian lady, maybe like wearing lace, like old okay. and sort of pale and everything. Like this is what I'm imagining. She's like re- restoring her youth back to like her young self. Yeah, that is not what she actually looks like when we eventually encounter her. No. No, um, we we go into Hawk Manor and hockey. I don't know. I actually don't know how to pronounce that because they never do. Um, which is for me, this was like such a finally like a, finally a good dungeon for me. Mm-hmm. I really liked this dungeon. There's a couple of reasons why I really liked it. Um, first off is that we get to see we finally get to see people who are like level thirty. When you're level thirty, you have your job classes. So that that means a couple of things. One is we're finally starting to see scholars <laughs> exist. Um, we don't see the only healer, and previously is is conjurer was conjurer. Now you can like get rouletted with an astrologian and a sage. But like back then, it was just like only conjurers. <laughs> so it was a little boring to like 
heel and whatever. Um, and now we're starting to see s- scholars. Um, and we're also starting to see, like, d- do more damage as a, as a whole. Like, people are starting to have their area of effect attacks and, like, dungeons start to feel like it, it progresses overall. And the, the layout of the dungeon is cool, too. The one thing I don't like is that you do have to return, use your return function in the middle of the dungeon to get back. Like typically what people will do after they kill the, so what happens is you, you, I'll I'll lay the dungeon out. You walk in, you have to, there's a big um, barrier preventing you from going up the stairs to see the lady. You have to go underneath, go around the back, back door, kill uh, a couple of demons, kill this demon that gives you a key into the basement. Then you go into the basement, you find you're in the jail. This house has a fucking jail in it. That's not weird. (laughs) Yeah. The the butler maybe should have like, had earlier questions before. Yeah, I th- he feels that way too. He's well, like, oh, man, I met a lot, let him out, a lot of people die. <laughs> I did overlook the dungeons. Like, the dungeon, like, why does this house have dungeons? <laughs> it's weird. Um, uh, but you go to a bunch of this, that stuff, you find a pair of, like, a skeleton and a thing, and then you find this scroll that lets you get past the magical barrier. And at that point, you have to, there's no, like, actual, like, it doesn't actually give you at least it didn't maybe i haven't done this dungeon in a while but it doesn't give you like a portal to get back to the beginning of the dungeon no i just climbed the stairs i just ran back you ran back everyone else probably did it everyone else join you i think so because like oh, usually okay. what happens is you just hit the return but like the the teleport return back and that just takes you to the front that's what everyone else does i f- i found this dungeon very confusing but for reasons unrelated to its design we'll get into them in a sec let's talk about the boss fight and then the last boss fight which was it, kind of a challenge yeah no time we wiped on this one like this nice. is the first one we actually wiped on where um i did not realize that all the little lit things in the corners were summoning more monsters they and weren't summoning monsters oh. they're just pulsing damage oh it's pulsing damage okay she was summoning monsters but well, you yeah you do have to pick those monsters up as the yes tech. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I was looking at her i did not notice three monsters spawned in behind me until everyone else was dead a good habit is to look at your enemy list too because okay. like if usually if somebody in your party aggroes something, it gets put on your enemy list. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, and also like she's not like a Victorian lady. She's a oh, she's a bit tall, sexy purple vampire. Uh huh. Yeah, she's like she's a demon now mm-hmm. at this point, basically. Um, you know, she 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 restored her her beauty. I yeah, guess so beautiful. Uh, Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. <laughs> but overall, for fun dungeon. What was you you said? You were confused. Yes. So, so here's what happened. Okay. Um. I have at times noticed that the lag in this game could get fairly bad, but I mm-hmm. mostly adapted to it because a lot of the quests thus far have not been challenging. Okay. This dungeon was the first time I was being really challenged. Wow. And also, while I was in here, the lagging in the rubber band got really bad. Oh. L- like super bad to the point where I was like, oftentimes like five seconds out of sync with the rest of my party. <gasps> I wasn't Jesus. certain how fights were going. That's frustrating. I was just really running around. Um, we The party actually did wipe once before we even got to the boss because I, I think I accidentally aggroed a second group of enemies but couldn't oh. track it. And it's at this point while the rest of the party has spawned back at the start of the dungeon but is waiting for me to respawn uh-huh. that I see in the chat the only, I think the only time in this game so far, anyone at any context has ever used the chat to communicate with anyone else. Oh, no. Them sort of like saying, wait for the tank, and then someone else being like, uh, I bet it's on Comcast. And I was like, I am on Comcast. What does that mean? Oh, my God. So I Googled quickly, like with one hand, I'm like, Final Fantasy fourteen Comcast. And it turns out that only people who are on Comcast 
at busy time at busy peaks get really really bad lag but it's for some reason worse in instances mm. like the because as soon as i get back to the overworld it was fucking fine wow but like in instances in dungeons and stuff if you're on comcast during high like volume periods apparently you can get pretty badly unplayable lag and it made this dungeon extremely confusing for me because i could not track what was happening most oh, of the time that sucks i am not on comcast and i'm grateful um but that sucks that's i'm glad people were empathetic yes no, they were not mad at me which that's good is good and we we ended up like ending the dungeon just fine great and then i i was like okay going forward i'm we'll see how much i get like we'll see how this goes long term i'm not going to get a vpn right now I'm probably just going to try and time dungeons and other mm-hmm. instance content for like my lunch break. Like if I can do it middle of the day, <laughs> that'd be fun. Maybe it'll be like <laughs> less bad. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. No clue. Um, okay. We're pretty close to pretty close to, we have just this last section here and then we're going to wrap this episode up. Mm-hmm. We're at just about time. Uh, Wrath of the Titan, Tales from Titus Slayer, Hungry Hungry Goo Boos, The Limsa Way, Nix That, A Modest Proposal, and Trial by Turtle are all this, this is our last group of quests. So uh, we are uh, now switching off to um, the Maelstrom. So we head to. Um, to, to Limsa Limosa? The Mimosa Brunch Tosa. Um, and we get to hang out with Yestola. Mm-hmm. I'll say that one for you. Yeah, um, so we show up there, and it's bad because the kobolds are going to awaken Titan. Mm-hmm. And Yastrola makes a good point. She says, the beastmen are upset because you guys have been infringing on their territory. <laughs> and then the uh, the leader of the Maelstrom basically says, uh, yeah, you're right, but uh, we're not going to worry about that right now. We still got to go deal with this problem. And <laughs> there's one line here. I'm just going to highlight mini rant for like 30 seconds, I promise. Which is they say the kobolds who summon Titan are not amenable to negotiations, and uh-huh. just the game keeps doing this. It, it keeps sort of like glossing over these little bits of naked interference that the writers need to throw in to keep the story from sort of running off the rails. They keep putting in little lines of dialogue to explain why reasonable things aren't possible in order to mm-hmm. force you into positions where it's like, oh no, we can't negotiate with them. Guess it's time to go do the stabby stabby. Rather and than like actually trying to do it and then s- demonstrating that it isn't possible. Yes. We just already know. And I think there's a little bit of license here. We know what tempering does to people. Like they are kind of like they're the ones that are summoning Titan are brainwashed. Mm. Oh, okay. Right. That's not super clear to me. Like, I know that you can get kind of. t- brainwashed after you summon Titan, but you can get brainwashed oh, before you maybe summon I'm, Titan. Maybe I am mistaken. The kobolds who summon Titan are not amenable to negotiations. Um, uh, anyway, we, we don't need to get too much so into it now. But I think, yeah, and I think what it's trying to explain is that Titan's been summoned before, mm-hmm. and those the, the kobolds are they're still tempered kobolds out there that have been tempered like this isn't the first time this okay. has happened that would ma- that would make way more sense yeah. and i hope and like i hope that's what's actually that's how we on. know that titan exists like we don't just mm-hmm. know about titan because I, yeah. with the cosmology of this world i don't know but okay yeah. but we're gonna what get into it titan's it? been summoned several times before the various like yeah we get advice from people who beat titan before or claim they did at least uh-huh yeah uh, that's the thing right we have to go off and get a bunch of advice yeah. on how to take down titan so yeah. we're gonna go track down old members of the company of heroes oh my god like this, this guy, guy hanging out in the bar track two track two track two yeah he's track the one with the the leopard print right yes <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and he keeps talking about how um, he's the guy who slew Titus. And <laughs> yes. He's killed, he's killed Titus or Titus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Killed him. He's dead. He sends me around on a bunch of errands, and I'm, he's like, oh, kill these things to prove that you're strong enough to kill Titan. And I'm like, I think this is dumb, but it's literally the quest <laughs> train, so I guess I have to do what you tell me. <laughs> and it turns out I've just been doing all his chores. So the guy who he works for is like, haha, I know how to prove who is the real one. You guys will do a rock smashing contest. Oh my God. And then <laughs> they, and then they, my rock is much bigger. It's, it's really not fair. My rock is much bigger, but also this guy is weak as shit. So I just made <laughs> I managed to beat my rock pretty handily. <laughs> Thus proving that, um, mm-hmm. this whole thing was just like a run around, but he points me in the direction of a real member of the company of heroes who in turn wants to test us. So he sends us off um, to get a uh, giant egg from a giant turtle. And I kill the giant turtle. And thank God this is not Monster Hunter because the egg just goes in my inventory. <laughs> I don't, yeah. need, to you don't need to slowly carry it. And then that's the end of this quest chain. That is like, the end of this quest chain. <laughs> next week I got to get some wine. Yeah, we got to get the grapes. Oh my gosh. This this part is so silly. Like it's so tonally again. Like the last the little there's like a refugee crisis and a sexual assault mention mm-hmm. and like these kids are dead and then immediately we're jumped into like track two where <laughs> a leopard print thong <laughs> making you get cheese. No, is it cheese? No, there's the, we gotta get grapes later, and then we have to fight this oh my god Th- there is wine at some point there's wine I, at some point yeah I, the limsa limsa is ridiculous i'm gonna be honest i looked ahead at the quest a little bit i can't tell if i fight titan in like four quests or if i fight titan in like 15 quests get. like like <laughs> i don't know how long this goes on for uh, eh, we'll see. <laughs> um okay so that's gonna do it for our recap of the um of the episode of Storm Buds, just as a reminder, if you uh, want to get a review, uh, we've recorded two episodes at once, so no reviews have been left. But if you want to get your review read um, on the podcast, please be, be willing to share a review with us. It's fun. It's a nice motivator. Um, you can listen to us. Be very grateful for we, you. We think we're worth five stars, but honestly. Andy and so does this member who, who who hearted us on iHeartRadio. Um they user member um chicago is smelly says hey man that episode you guys did on episode two that i just listened to just now (laughs) before (laughs) before you've edited it and published it was pretty cool i really like that part where ifri came out and he he killed the two hosts because i don't really like the hosts and i'm glad they're dead wait that was not a very nice yeah that was a little little harsh i feel also your username is like why do you live there do you live there? I don't know. What the heck is wrong with you? This Why would you say that? Great. We're not. It, I, we're I not mean, in New York. It's yeah. I wouldn't say the city smells great. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a strong claim. Okay. Hey, do you want to do the ad read? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, I gotta ask you. Are you happy with your mattress? I, uh, yeah. I mean, because you could be happier. Like, like, how many years have we at this point <laughs> what spent? What does that mean? <laughs> How many years at this point have we spent sleeping on memory foam, right? Okay, like we were all told memory foam was the big thing. But okay. memory foam's got almost too much memory, right? You know, like it, it, <laughs> it does. It says it's memory foam, but it forgets my birthday every year. 
what what you need is a mattress that has no memory whatsoever. What you need is a brand new um, mattress from Plank. Plank will send you. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's got no padding. It's got no springs. It's got no sort of like um, comforting whatsoever. It is a, a slab of wood that uh, it's just it's fantastic for your back. I've been sleeping on Plank, and all the knots have been worked out of my spine. Oh. My shoulders ache constantly now, but my spine is great. Okay, and. It's completely like eco-friendly packaging. You know, it mm. doesn't arrive in a big old cardboard box or anything. It just shows up on your doorstep. It's a slab of wood. It's got a biodegradable label on it, and you're good to go. I bet that's really fun to deliver. Uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, the, I've I've gotten three planks delivered at this point, <laughs> and the delivery men the, the, they just they're, they're they're thrilled whenever they uh, <laughs> whenever they have to <laughs> roll up with this four foot by eight foot sheet of inch thick oak. Oh yeah, because you do have that giant house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. So you, you you got you you have a plank for your your master bedroom, mm-hmm. your second master bedroom, and then the servants' quarters. Those yeah, servants' quarters. But do you have do you have one for your dungeons, or is it like too nice for? The oh dungeons? no, they don't they don't need a a, don't need a, a plank. plank mattress down there. You just throw your old memory foams down there. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now normally a plank is uh seven hundred ninety nine dollars, but special offer today for Stormbuds listeners. If you enter the com- uh, code Stormbuds at checkout, you can get $150 off your order. Get it for uh, $549.99, okay. and it delivers free, and uh, returns are $80. You really can't beat that deal. You really can't. That's going to do it for this episode of Stormbuds. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, born from buds, storm of buds, and we are your Stormbuds. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.